Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled, How Do You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by Taj Panel, who is a career strategist, DEI champion and talent engagement program manager at LinkedIn. Hi, Taj. Lovely to have you. Hello. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much, Layla. So I guess we can start off with a quick introduction about who you are and perhaps an answer to the main question of the podcast, which is how do you do it and why should I care? Absolutely. Okay. Well, I, um, as you mentioned, a talent engagement program manager, which really means that I design programs to attract talent to LinkedIn. I work specifically in the engineering department and more so with diversity and inclusion. I design programs that are especially engaging to black, brown and women talent. Um, And then also along with that at LinkedIn, I am the showcase lead for a black inclusion group. So I have my hands in creating an inclusive culture of belonging at LinkedIn for our current black employee talent base. That is awesome. So what is and <laughs> I was gonna, oh sorry I was just gonna go into like um how did I do it and why should you yes, of course of course yeah so um along with being like a transfer <laughs> no worries along with being like a transformation coach and a career strategist um, I, I kind of coach my clients through a lot of how I got to where I am right now, which is really about um, kind of understanding who you are along your career path and where it is that you want to go and making you the fuel for your career rather than you kind of you showing up to something that you don't really want to be at. Right. So I had a zigzag career and I kind of found myself in this negative space, not really loving what I was doing. And I had to have a heart to heart to say, like, Taj, like, who are you? And what do you want to contribute to the world? Um, And how do you bring that genuine passion forth with a company that matches that, like creating that synergy between who I am and what I do for a company in corporate America? Mm -hmm. So um, I really kind of took that to heart. And I realized that I'm really, I've always been good at helping people find jobs, like from the beginning of the time when it comes to just, um, designing resumes or searching on LinkedIn for roles. I've always been very good at that. Um, and so I realized like my mission is really because I'm so ingrained in DEI is to free a million souls to achieve their number one goal. And that's to be happy, to be healthy, like to be whole. And the easiest way for people to do that, well, the most logical way is through their career where the money comes in and where they spend 40 hours plus a week of time with people they don't know doing something that they're learning. So my intuition kicked in. I was just like, where do I need to be in order to have my mission and my vision for who I am match up with a company whose mission and vision is also similar? And it just kind of hit me like a ton of bricks that I needed to be on LinkedIn. And so I did. Yeah, it was very cool. I did everything in my power to get there. And I've had some amazing roles that have been entrenched in not only helping LinkedIn, which is what I do now, but helping all types of companies across all types of industries really um, understand what a, a significant and impactful diversity strategy is and how to um, attract that diverse talent so they create um, more eclectic seats at the table for everyone and to be able to accomplish their goals more effectively all around. That's really fantastic to hear. And it's good that you found a company in which your career goals and just personal goals align. But I'm really curious, what inspired you to join this industry of talent acquisition and engagement? 
Oh man, it's about the people. I love the people. I love um, just the, my vision in life is to enrich the black human experience. So if I'm going to be about humans and helping them kind of, what's the best way to say this, have the right energy to change the world as simple as, and big as it sounds, I feel like every soul is here for a mission, right? Here to accomplish something, to help change the world and move it to a better space. So if I'm going to do that, um, what's the best industry to be able to do that? In? I came from marketing and advertising. I said, I did a lot of zigzagging, right? Like that was serious marketing and advertising, but I was in hotels. So, which is still like a, a human forward industry and then kind of transitioning that into the, the people company, right? We are the social network. We're the professional network. This is the people company that allows um, us to help people connect their, um, you know, careers with opportunities and really just, do what they want to do with their lives rather than having their lives be led by other things that aren't of their own passion and volition. Oh, exactly. And I think, yeah, as you mentioned, the people are what keep you coming back to your work. And obviously LinkedIn is just a big, big network. So it's nice, again, that you found that sort of connection between what you love doing is making connections with people and then the company you work for. So that's great. And um, what would you say were the best resources then that helped you along in your journey? <laughs> LinkedIn. <laughs> um, I, I, seriously, I, I was, I've always been a very big fan of LinkedIn um, as a professional network. And I know a lot of people don't recognize like how useful it can really be, right? It's more than just your resume. It's actually creating an online brand for yourself. And I use that to help me kind of create this idea of, like, this is who I am as a person. This is the energy that I'm bringing into my career. And I'm using my network to connect with that opportunity. So it's just like, not only am I putting what I do up there, but I'm putting why it is that I do and all the things that I've done and who are the people that I want to meet to help me continue doing this. And it just connects you with so many like-minded individuals to be able to create something awesome, whether that be for your career or outside of your career or entrepreneurial, you know, business. It's just like, that was my number one tool outside of like the traditional career tools um, to help me really get into this space. Cause again, I was coming from advertising. So advertising to talent acquisition is not an easy link, <laughs> mm -hmm. um, but you have to be able to connect those dots in such a way um, that really makes the message powerful for why I need to be here and why my experience is a little bit varied, but diversity of experience is something that we're pushing a lot for um, in, in the industry so that people can follow their passions rather than a decision that they made, I don't know, when they were like 18. Sometimes, you know, life changes. It moves you in a lot of different directions and it's unfair for you to be beholden to a decision you made basically as a, a, a career. <laughs> Mm, yeah, no, that's so true. And I'm glad that you have you carry that sentiment in your work. Um, I'm also just curious as to were there any lessons that you wish you would have known before joining the industry? You mentioned that you came from advertising. So I'm sure that the two industries are very different that, you know, you started from and now you're in. Absolutely. Um, so when I think about industry, being at LinkedIn, I think more tech than talent acquisition because talent acquisition can be found anywhere and it's going to be different everywhere that you go, um, even though the underlying mission is people first. However, if you're looking at tech and specifically being in LinkedIn, I would say that it demands a lot of you. There are a lot of jobs out there that can you know, be done very easily that don't require much and you can focus on different things. But 
if you're trying to be in tech, especially talent acquisition in tech, it, it demands a lot because we are not just hiring people. We're hiring the best of the people, right? And you have to do a lot of understanding under like research and knowledge uh, mm-hmm. at a base level for, like I said before, the vision of the company to be able to get out of it what it is that you need to put into it, what you need to get out of it. Um, so instead, like, if you're looking to join a real company that's creating massive change, whether that be in tech or in any industry, like talent acquisition, um, you have to know that it's consistently changing and that it can be really difficult to keep up at times if you aren't passionate about what you do. Um, so I think one that's the number one top lesson because I've had jobs where I wasn't passionate about it. And it just like killed me on the inside to have to spend so much time at some place that I wasn't happy because I thought I needed this money to, to live a life. And I think it's the other way around, right? Um, someone asked me today, out of all the things I do with my job, how do you find the time? And I was like, honestly, the time finds me because <laughs> I just love so much what I do. And I'm so fueled and energized by the synergy in my life holistically across all categories that there is more than enough time for me to get done what I need to get done because I'm creating an impact in the world. And that is really worth the effort. That's awesome to hear. And um, following on from a similar, uh, on a similar line of thought about, you know, being passionate about the work you do and learning from your experiences, what would you say was your biggest failure in your career and what did you learn from it? Yeah. Um, So this one is more around specifically about being black talent in a space where it's not necessarily built for black talent. Um, I, I'm being, I'm a big person. I have a big vision and I'm really trying to move forward in life in a lot of ways. And a lot of times as a big picture thinker, you can lose sight of the forest or the trees actually in the forest. So it's important. I think one of the biggest failures that I had was not really as I'm trying to achieve these larger goals, not recognizing some of the things that were right in front of me, trying to stop me. If you are an innovator in your space, a game changer, a haymaker, whatever you want to call it, a mover and shaker, any of that, there's always going to be people who are for you and people who are against you. And when I say against, I really just mean they don't want to change with you, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to do everything in their power to keep you stagnant, to prevent you from changing their comfort zone. Whereas there's going to be tons of people that are like, hey, let's change, let's do it. The people that aren't willing to change are going to be the ones that are trying to stop you from the inside out. And I think that one of the biggest fails that I've had is not um, recognizing those people and being uh, and having effective enough communication to get them on board with what it is that I'm doing here and why it is for the greater good. Mm, for sure no and that's good that you've come to that realization and um you've also just you know identified those people in your life as well because they could be holding you back at some points oh absolutely I believe energy is everything and it's neither created nor destroyed so there's and nothing is ever going to be a straight path right so you sometimes what are they saying like uh, you're you stuck between a rock and a hard place or you're banging your head against the wall. Like all those analogies really come to life <laughs> uh, when you're not paying attention to um, all the different markers or hurdles, or obstacles in your life that you're really overcoming. So that's that's probably the one thing that I'm most cognizant about now as I continue forward in my career. 
Mm, that's great. And um, what would you say is then one common myth about your professional field that you would like to debunk then right here, right now? I feel like you're the best person to ask because you've been in there for a while now. Absolutely. Again, because I'm so entrenched in diversity inclusion, I hear this all the time um, that there's no place for black people in tech. And it's, it breaks my heart um, because they're they're re- Really is we need to be there. Every every shade of person needs to be at the table in order to create the change for every other person. It can't be led by one mindset. It can't be led led by one ideology. So for people there, I, I don't know if you know, but there's been a mass exodus of black talent in the tech business um, because you know they're having this issue with freedom and also security, and it's just like everyone can't be an entrepreneur. Uh, I know that's controversial to say. But I, I genuinely think that um, there's a time and a space for people to be in, in corporate America and to be in tech. And I want to make sure that there is representation at the table for all the products that are coming across the board to be able to help people globally, right? The LinkedIn is all about the global economy, that we're really trying to uplift that. And you can't do that with just one, one type of person making all the decisions. So I, the one thing I want to drunk is there is space for diverse talent in tech. There really, really, really is. And there's people like me. I've got a ton of coworkers who are doing it too. We are all trying to create change and really break down these barriers and walls to be able to allow more diverse talent at seat at the table. And I, I talk about black because I am black talent, but brown talent, female talent, like, um, like I said, diversity of skills and experience, um, LGBTQ, right? Everyone, all mm. different types of people are allowed to and should be able to have a seat at the table, especially when it comes to tech, because we're changing the world. We're the wave of the future with all the different exactly. products that are just like, Jesus. You know, look how Zoom took off in the pandemic. Like, I. I need Zoom to have representation at the table when they make their next iteration of game-changing products. Exactly. And that's such important advice and something to definitely take note of um, in the future. Um, And I'm sure you're obviously very busy at the moment. You're very accomplished and you have a lot of roles. But I'm curious, what have you read or listened to recently that's really inspired you? Uh, I'm always reading books in whatever time I have. I try to set time in my morning every day to read at least a few pages of a book. Um, Excuse me. So the most recent one that I've read that has really changed the game for me is Susan Jeffers, Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Um, Fear, as I like to say, uh, and some of you may have heard, fear is false evidence of of appearing real. And it's something that stifles so, 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 so many people from achieving their true potential. Now, I actually believe that potential expands as you reach it. So like, if you're not even reaching that first level, just imagine how much more is out there for you. If you're allowing insecurities or other people or all these different fears that are kind of designed to keep you down, prevent you from actually showing up in your best authentic self and being who you are. Because as I said earlier, every person has a mission here in this life, in this life, whatever it is, it doesn't have to be in tech or talent position or corporate America or any of that. But there's a yep. reason for you to be here. And if you let fear stop you, it's just not going, you like, I 
I just love this book so much because it gives you adequate tactical steps to debunk your fears and go on and be the person that you always wanted to be. Yeah, that's awesome to hear. Um, and then sort of finally to wrap up our conversation, who are three people in your life who have been the most influential to you? This is a difficult question because there's so many. Um, I would say, first and foremost, my dad. Amazing, amazing soul. Um, very big energy, super creative, outgoing. Um, I loved and respected him so much because um, he was very in touch with his feelings and he always allowed, he allowed, to, he gave himself permission to feel them. And that just let him be like a human um, and worldly to me and my brothers kind of growing up. And I was also born on his birthday. So we have this special bond yeah. um, <laughs> together. Um, I would also say three people. Um, I don't know her personally, but I've seen a few of her talks. She even did one on LinkedIn, which really kind of rocked my world. Um, Carla Harris. She she talks a lot about like uh, identifying yourself. She's another major major player um, in corporate America. Super talented black and. Um, she talks about kind of creating your own authenticity and designing your authentic self as you show up in corporate spaces. And I think that's so important. Um, the one thing that resonated with the most is like, find your three words that you want people to remember about you when you're not in the room. Like you want them to say, oh, we have this project and we need someone that's one, two and three. And someone goes, oh yeah, that's Taj or that's Carla because you present yourself in those ways. So yeah. Very powerful, um, inspirational speaker um, and individual for me. And third, whew, um, is this going to sound crazy if I say myself? No, I that is awesome. Go for it. I am so super proud. of myself for where I was and how far along in my journey I've come. I I, I went through a, a huge transformation, which I'm a transformation coach now, but it wasn't easy. And mm -hmm. I could have sat back and not done it, right? I could have just taken the easy road and let life carry me whichever which way I wanted to. But instead, I stood tall and took responsibility for my own life. And I really figured out how to show up as my best authentic self in, in everything that I do. Like I am... I can't say for sure 100% because my potential is still expanding. So maybe I'm at like 90% and growing of who it is that I want to be and how I want people to see me and know me. Um, and I'm just extremely proud of myself for, for being that and doing that for me. So I, I also influence my own self. I, I think everyone has to have their own healthy self-love and self-respect. So this is mine just kind of flowing through right now. <laughs> Awesome. No, I definitely agree. You should be your own best advocate. But yeah, thank you once again so much, um, Taj, for taking the time to speak with me today. It was truly such an honor to speak with you and have such an engaging conversation. Absolutely. Thank you. All right then. Bye bye.